Our scripture today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 5 through 15. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sirkar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and this is well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming to draw. Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for March 14th. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and today... As we look at our scripture from Sunday, as we talk about the lady at the well, we will also continue in these conversations to review what we spoke about in the previous week on our Tuesday Bible study as we go through Dr. Adam Hamilton's book, Creed, What We Believe as Christians. Our second week of Creed focused on Jesus Christ. The Apostles' Creed goes through, I believe, the God and Father, Almighty Maker of heaven and earth. And then last week, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, born from the Holy Spirit, from the Virgin Mary. We begin to talk about Jesus Christ last week. And Dr. Hamilton, in the, in the book, really broke down in the section of what we say we believe in Jesus Christ. So, within doing that, he began to break it down into titles. Now, what I focused on last week in, uh, in our Bible study is that we didn't use as much as the titles that Dr. Hamilton used, although many were used. But we also talked about what, what names do we share as Christ? What titles do we subscribe to the identity of Jesus Christ, and through those names and those titles, we begin to construct why Christ is important to us. We kind of broke free from the reading just a little bit to talk about the moment in which that Jesus Christ, speaking to the disciples, asked a very poignant question. He asked the question, who do you say that I am? 
then the responses became sort of, again, the, I don't want to be caught being wrong, so I'm going to say what other people say. And we get this answer of, you know, some say you're, you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, some say you're Pete Jones from Oceanside, California. Not, not that absurd, but we deal with people saying things that other people said to see if any of those might be right. Then, then we get to the one that is that they proclaim the identity of Christ as the Redeemer and the Messiah, and the one who has come, the great I Am, Emmanuel. So we kind of wrestled with this question, who do you say that I am, by saying why that Christ is important. Last week's conversation, we talked about why God was important because God became the necessity of, of the realization of being through doing. We talked about God the entity, the spirit, and then we talked about God having a physical form, but then we talked about the realization of God's reality by seeing things done. And again, I, I've got to point this out. I just love this narrative. Uh, we have this narrative that Dr. Hamilton uses of God being the great baker. I mean, we can have sugar, eggs, baking soda, starch, um, frosting and everything and just leave that stuff sitting there and it, it does not become a chocolate cake until the creator comes. So we move into this image of God being the creator. So we shifted all this last Tuesday and began to talk about what it means to have the active Christ we can say that Christ is a redeemer, we can say he's a rabbi, we can say Christ is Emmanuel, but then we have this image of the active Christ, and that's where Sunday scripture comes in. We, we see the interaction, the active Christ, of Christ speaking with the Samaritan woman at the well. And if we break down the narrative of Christ being with the Samaritan woman at the well, we see... Christ's identity unfolding through action. What are the actions that Christ takes? Well, Christ becomes a, a bridge builder in this narrative. Christ builds a bridge between two cultures who do not communicate with each other. We see Christ as a restorer. We see Christ interacting with uh, an individual who would normally be left towards their responsibilities, not even spoken to, but left for their responsibilities to just move along and be ignored. And then we also see Christ as a empowerer. We see Christ provide a message to the lady at the well that she then takes back to her community to share with her community, to give a new level of restoration in that community. So we'll piece together a little bit of this conversation from Sunday. We'll piece together some of the things that the Apostle Creed shares that is the identity of Jesus Christ. 
But but when we wrestle with all this, the only thing that matters, it, it sort of leans back into this narrative of 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 what we shared about God the week before. We can share that God is an entity. We can share that God is a physical being, or we share how that we interact with, we mold, we combine with God. How God is not just a creator of blessings, identity, and being in our lives, but how God empowers us to build hope in others so that they can build hopes in others. If we subscribe those three principles into this narrative of the lady at the well, we begin to see the active Christ entire ministry in this one conversation. Christ is the bridge builder between the creator and the creation. Well, we see God as the advocate. We, we talk about the Holy Spirit as the advocate, but we see Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus Christ, as God walking with us and building a bridge between the creator and the creation so that we can interact, serve together, be together, and live together. We see that in this conversation. And we see Christ, the, build, the bridge builder, not just between the creator and creation, but we really do. We see Christ, the, the bridge builder of building bridges between separation. You know, we look at the narrative of the fall of Adam and Eve, and, and God comes as Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, the final sacrifice, the Lamb of God, to create this bridge between division. And sin creates division. God, as Jesus Christ, creates grace. And Christ living with us, breathing with us, and moving with us creates grace. The other thing that the presence of Christ does is the presence of Christ builds acknowledgement. It builds a level of importance of individuals who have felt forgotten. We, we, we watch not just in the narrative of the masculine Jew speaking to the feminine Samaritan. We, we see the shifting of I notice you in that. But we also see it in other narratives in Christ. We see as Christ turns the tables over in the temple, we see this narrative, an active narrative of your important. The people who traveled great distances just to have a moment to practice their, their sacrifice, to giving the great gifts, and Christ turning the tables over from the money changers and the corrupt and the temple and, and saying, you know what, the gifts that you bring, the gifts that you have, the things that you provide are important enough. We, we see that in this narrative of Jesus Christ. We see it in this narrative of the lady at the well as Christ interacts as the masculine Jew to the feminine Samaritan. You're important enough 
to be spoken to and they'll have a conversation with. And then there's this last part to this. We see Jesus Christ empower this Samaritan lady with a message. We see Christ empower her with the ability to go out and to share a message that will in turn empower others. As we look at this entire narrative of who Jesus Christ is, and if we see Jesus Christ as the redeemer or the restorer or the sacrificial lamb or the bridge builder or the one who empowers with importance, we see an image of Christ in all ways, in all situations, building importance in others and empowering individuals to be the hands and feet of God in very wonderful, powerful ways. We see the Christ that gives a message that is the living water, not just for the person to hear it, but the living water for the person to go out and to share with so many other people. That's, that's one of the things I like about the, the narrative of Christ speaking with the Samaritan woman at the well. She already got it. She knew it. Her, her daily responsibilities were this daily responsibility of what it means to go off on this long dish, uh, distance uh, journey, this um, long traveled chore, and what it means to go out and receive something and to bring it back to others so that their needs could be reached. Christ knew that within this lady. She, Christ knew that within this individual. And Christ sharing this living water with her, Christ knew that within her, that she knew the responsibility of taking this living water back to her community and sharing it with so many other people. It's that empowerment. It's the empowerment and the gifts of the one that shows others that they do hold a level of importance no matter what their gifts may be that they are important enough to be heard. And it is a blessing that exists within the reality of the bridge builder. The one that not only built a bridge between the creator and the creation, not just the one that built a bridge over things that divide us, but the one that built a bridge that we can freely walk back and forth across God to us and us to God so that we can be the hands and feet of grace for so many others. So this week as, as we pray through this narrative of who Jesus Christ is, I want us to pray through a narrative of what Christ has done whether that we call him rabbi, whether that we call him our savior, our redeemer, whether that we call God our Emmanuel, God with us, whatever we call God, our savior, whatever we call Christ, our savior, there is a bridge builder, there is one who will listen to us, and there is one who empowers us to participate in the message 
I want us to hold on to all those things. Now, I, I've shared a little bit of a shorter message with you today. I want you to hear a song uh, today. It's, um, it's actually a song written by a band, performed originally by a band called Nine Inch Nails. But the, the rendition that I'm going to share with you is a um, cover version of that song performed by Johnny Cash. And the name of this song is Personal Jesus. As you hear this song in our conclusion today, I want you to think about your personal Jesus, someone that hears your prayers, someone who cares. I want you, I want you to think about the bridge builder. I want you to think about the one who holds you so important that they, he listens to you. And I want you to think about this personal Jesus that interacts with us, that when we reach out to touch faith, we can reach out and share with others this beautiful message of love and grace. I'll conclude this here and let Johnny Cash close it out for me. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Your own personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who cares Your own personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who's there Feeling unknown and you're all alone Flesh and bone by the telephone Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer Take second best, put me to the test Things on your chest, you need to confess I will deliver, you know I'm a forgiver Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Your own personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who cares Your own personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone to care Feeling unknown and you're all alone Flesh and bone by the telephone Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer I will deliver, you know I'm a forgiver
reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith